In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. <laughs> We're rolling. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you a Wayne's World. Ready? In okay. five, four, three. Well, you know, you have to do one, and then you make it go. <laughs> no. Yeah. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Wayne, Podcast. Wayne, your head moving. <laughs> Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast partner in crime is the one and only Snick Snick Travis Rats here. <laughs> that, was that your that was your Logan impression? Yeah, baby Logan. Logan, baby Logan. So, ladies and gentlemen, you turn to the Comic Exposure Podcast, uh, where we talk about comic books. We do a comic book club where we bring guests on and we read a trade or graphic novel. Uh, other episodes, like the one you are privy to right now, that is flowing into your ear canals, uh, is an epi- It's vibrating your tympanic membrane. Mm-hmm. Is an episode where we're going to talk, uh, kind of like comic media, right? We're we're, we're not going to talk about necessarily comic book specific, but we're going to get into some uh, comic book movies. We're going to get into some comic book uh, TV shows. I, I think today we're we're going to talk Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk Logan, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk and we're going to talk Archie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we're talking mm-hmm. Archie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and whatever else comes up in between on the show joining us today on the show joining us today travis is uh my lovely wife uh gabby gabby say hi to everybody hi everyone there's there's gabby saying hi to everybody it's the third amigo real excited to be- <laughs> yeah <laughs> gab's the one that brought you two together i know right mm-hmm. yeah she's like uh a, what what uh, yeah she joined a us matchmaker like instead yeah, matchmaker. matchmaker. That's what that's it, is. it. That's the I was word. Like dating doctor? No, that's mm. not that kind of works. That kind of works, mm. but not really. Matchmaker, uh, but... matchmaker, make me a match. A match. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, Gab's on because uh, I made her watch Iron Fist with me, and uh, she also loves Archie. So, so she's here for those. Oh, Riverdale. Riverdale. I'm yep. sorry. We're talking Riverdale. Right. Uh, I know <laughs> the guys at CW are just real. You don't call right it nine zero two one two. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I don't call you it the Peach Pit. Yeah, it sh- it should have just been called the Peach Pit. I think you don't call it Dal- <laughs> Dawson's Crack. So what? <laughs> da- Dawson's Crick. That's what Dawson's I call Crick. it from where I'm from. Dawson's the Crick. Crick Bank. <laughs> so why y'all uh, Well, I've been playing the Crick Bank. <laughs> I'm playing the Crick. Uh, you can find us on all sorts of places. So before we get into today, I'm just going to remind you, ladies and gentlemen, of all the places you can find Comic Exposure. You can find us on the internet at www.comicexposure.com. You can find us on Twitter at Comic Exposure. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Comic Exposure. We're even on the Instagrams at Comic Exposure there, too. We are a – we're hitting you on all the social medias. Do you all think the- that we have to preface websites with the www at this point? Or can we say no. if you type in Comic Exposure into any search bar online, you will eventually get to us? You probably will. Just don't put in comic sex exposure. Oh, don't do that. That's yeah. a different thing. That's a different yeah. one. Don't put an S. That's not you an know S. What I oh, do? there's also anytime I'm going to look up something shady on the internet, I don't do it through Google. I do it through Dogpile. Because <laughs> that just sounds dirtier. No, I just I use I feel like I Dogpile doesn't have the tracking 
technology. <laughs> I feel like it's it stopped. I don't think it's a company anymore. I think they just kept their machines on from like 1998. <laughs> so I don't feel like they've been up to date with their tracking yeah. uh, software. Probably not. Probably mm-hmm. not. Uh, you know, I, I think that you don't have to say WWW, but I say it because I just like to say WWW. Okay. That's weird. I don't know why. Impression? A W. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. W Comic Exposure dot com. That's that's my good. terrible Georgia. That's pretty good. It's my terrible Georgia. That's pretty good. Eh, you know, you've been you've been out of the states for a while, buddy. You've been out of the states for a while. <laughs> Everything's uh, good to me. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> it's so American. <laughs> uh, so let, let's get into our first topic. I'm going to kind of round robin. I want to ask a question to each of you guys uh, about Iron Fist. So. Uh, Gabby, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. I'm going to start with you, Gabby. Go ahead. What did you know about the Iron Fist before watching the show? I knew nothing. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Did I make you watch the preview before the show? Did I ever make you watch the trailer? Uh, No, I don't believe so. Okay. I don't think I ever saw the trailer for it. You went in. Blind. Blind. Like Daredevil. Like Daredevil. Ooh, look at that. After that acid bath he took or whatever it was. Synergy. Yeah. Did you, have, did you have any presumptions on the show or was your only presumption that there would be an iron fist somewhere in the show? And that's questionable whether that actually showed up. Uh, I, I guessed based off of name that mm-hmm. it would have something to do with the martial arts. <laughs> um, and then I was confused by the New York City scene mm. uh, and the fact that he didn't have shoes on. But... I went with it. Major plot and point. Major major spoiler for the first three episodes. This guy does not wear shoes. Not wear shoes. And I also like didn't understand how he had like uh, ombre blonde hair, but that's you know probably just something I noticed. Ombre. What's <laughs> I mean, ombre? Like because the roots are darker than the tips. It was very Justin Timberlake early. It was in early in sync. It was very early in sync. So, Travis, let me ask can you. We, can we take a step back on that? Because this is something that yeah. I want to talk about. I feel like there's not enough representation in media of curly-haired uh, men. <laughs> and uh, so it was great to see a superhero break out of that mold and uh, carry 12 episodes as a curly-haired man. I agree with you. And I also th- I also think that it brought about some kind of sexiness, if you will, mm. for men with the curly hair. And it's going to have a comeback. It's gonna it have might. a comeback. You're I've been right. blow drying mine straight lately. I think I might just let. I think I just might let these bad boys just curl out. Please, and please stop just wearing tell shoes. me that's not happening. <laughs> no, I'm sure he's blow drying it straight. I'm oh, sure yeah. that's <laughs> right now during the podcast. If you hear anything, that's me. <laughs> I like to put on the soundtrack to Clue- Clueless when I do it. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Oh, um, you know what? Can I just bring now that you mentioned Clueless? We went to um, we went to the movies to go see Power Rangers. Can we talk about Power Rangers today? Oh, we can talk about Power Rangers. <laughs> okay, good. So, um, so we went to go see Power Rangers, and there was a, a, a trailer for uh, what is that movie? Diary um, of a Wimpy, Diary Kid. Wimpy Kid. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, and the mom, the the woman playing the mom, and now I have to say, woman is Alicia Silverstone, and I saw it on my like my fortieth birthday, and there was um, there was like a real sense of like 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 realism for me in that moment of like oh my god alicia silverstone is playing the mom and the icy hand of the grim reaper yeah your shoulder really i got shivers and it was it was really like a sad moment 
So I, I'm sorry to bring the podcast down, <laughs> no. but I just I had to put that moment of clarity uh, out there for I you. I believe last time you were on the podcast, we talked about how this affected me with Luke Perry and Archie, which we'll get to at the <laughs> yeah. end of this episode. And I feel like uh, Alicia Silverstone. She'll all come back around. Yeah. Wasn't she like a, a mom that like lady. breastfed her kid till the kid was like 12 or something like that? Yeah, she's like vegan or something like she's real big into the you know rights of animals or something. And cotton, I don't know. She's very earthy. She's like to you to hurt anything, I don't think. Like Ahimsa Buddhism, Mm -hmm. right? Yes, very. Which segues us back into Iron Fist. Back into Iron Iron Fist. Fist. So, Travis, let me ask you the question. Since we we took that long jaunt to get back here. What did you come into? uh, What what did you see beforehand? What did you read beforehand? and what do you know about Iron Fist before what you watch What this? did I come into? Well, I came into my own watching this show. Um, <laughs> I feel like I matured as from a boy what did you to come a in, man. What did you come in with? <laughs> uh, no, I, so I, I, I did not. Uh, Iron Fist is kind of like Doctor Strange to me when we read that Doctor Strange trade where I was like, yeah. I know of him when he's appeared in – other titles in comics yeah. and he makes an appearance uh in the avengers or things like that that i'm like oh that's iron fist guy um but they always kind of change his look up so i'm like is that iron fist guy and i never really knew what he did i knew he's like a kung fu guy but i didn't know the whole backstory about what's the name of the place he's from shall uh i just yeah. call it the number five with a smile um, <laughs> and I think that I didn't know anything about it, but I will say this about a week before it came out on Netflix, I hadn't really watched any of the trailers and I, I watched one of the trailers. And I was like, Oh shit, this comes out next week. And yeah, I was kind of excited about it. I was like, Oh shit, this kind of snuck up on me and it's going to be, I don't have to like anticipate it for months. It's going to be out next week. Uh, so I was really looking forward to it. So, so then let's let's get in. So for me, um, same thing as you. Like I haven't read a lot of Iron Fist. I've read, you know, there, there's uh, an Iron Fist and um, uh, Luke Cage like issue series that just wrapped up. Uh, I read the first probably five issues of that. Uh, I've seen him in other titles. I don't know a ton about him uh, except that he can punch things with glowing hands. Right? One um, glowing hand. Well, in in the comics, both hands are are glowy. Oh, uh, he's cool. and, he's and the ironist. Yes, yes, yes. Funny. Uh, but uh, it didn't seem like there was as much. And I don't know if maybe I just wasn't paying attention. It just didn't seem to be as much media push for this like there was for Daredevil or Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. And do you Is think that, that's do, because do, I agree? I agree. But do you think that's? I I think this might apply the same to Ghost in a Shell. Uh, I worry when you hear <laughs> about something coming out like on comicbook.com or like in the in the trades, as they say, and then you don't hear anything yeah. about it till like three weeks before it comes out. I worry yeah. that they're like, shit, we shit the bed in this one. We need to just bury this in the back and take our loss. <laughs> maybe, maybe, because uh, although although Ghost in the Shell visually looks pretty cool. No. Uh, I disagree. It just well, it, like it reminds it's visually matrixy, right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty good. She's just so dead. But in that's the what face. I'm saying. I'm not saying she looks good in it. I'm I saying know. the the 
But, but as a she's female, like, I just keep looking at other females to see how they look so she, that I know how to look. She does look like a robot, though. <laughs> she Scarlett Johansson does look like a robot. I think she looks good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's because you're into robots these days. So <laughs> that makes mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Travis and the Japanese love bot on the next episode. Of iron fisting. <laughs> literally, literally. Why do uh, they make these so... robots out of iron? <laughs> it chafes. Uh, so... <laughs> so let me ask. Let, let, let's get into it. So, Travis, how quick did it take you to watch those episodes? Uh, too quick for the quality. I, too... <laughs> I watched them in about a week. And in about a week, I got through the whole thing. I think us too. We probably got through them in maybe five days or something like that. Mm, yeah, somewhere in there. We started it on spring break. Yeah, I think we finished just after spring break. Yeah. So. Um. So you about about a week to watch it. Um. So I'm gonna. I'm guessing, Travis, you did not like it. I okay. So I'm gonna start off with a Matasa Gabby. Um. Okay. I, I, I found myself binging it, and I watched it in a week. So I have to question I, – I, I don't feel like I enjoyed it, but I watched it really quickly. So there must have been something in there that I liked. I just can't identify it. If that makes sense, like it's like I'm – why am I doing yeah. this? I, I don't know why I keep hitting next. But at the end <laughs> of it, I'm like, I got through that pretty quickly. If it was bad, I don't think I would have watched it. Right? You think you would have been like, you know what? I'm not going to watch another episode. Well, what they did was they had some pretty good cliffhangers, and so you would watch the next episode, and it would get answered pretty quickly, mm-hmm. and then you'd forget that you didn't want to watch it anymore, and <laughs> then it would end with another cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. That's So then you felt like, well, I'm already invested this far. I might as well finish it. Exactly. Yeah. So I, Gabby, I quit you... Luke Cage. I quit Luke Cage halfway through. Oh, I had, what? Yeah. I really? Said, I said, I'm done with it, and I didn't look back. Wow. Wow. Oh, man. Right. I would I would agree with you that that wasn't a terrible move. The first half of Luke Cage is much better than the second half. But I would say the opposite. I keep calling it Nick Cage, by the way. <laughs> she did. She called Ooh, it Nick Cage. What? Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not seeing your face and just hearing that was really creepy. Uh, I have unbreakable skin. <laughs> Sometimes I play a vampire. A drunk vampire. <laughs> I'm, I'm the wicker man. <laughs> you went into W. Bush. You went into Bush again. Uh, I can't do that. That's the only accent I'm I know. The wicker man. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Dana Carvey of you. So, uh, it's Gabby, though, you told me as we were watching it that you were you really liked it. You said that you enjoyed it. Are are now now that you're looking back on it? Are you changing okay. your? So, um, the the um the brother right. In in the show, yeah. What yes. was his name? Meacham. Yes. The the what was his name? Though? I don't remember his first. Let, let me let me get up. I I am DB. Uh oh. Let's see. Um. Ward. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, I really hated Ward. I got confused with the flashbacks. It was just to tell you how much of a jerk he was as a kid. Mm-hmm. I thought there would be some real evidence there. Um, it, it was kind of strange how they put like the relationship thing going with, um the sister joy and hit and, and iron fist together. And then that totally fell apart. Yeah. But anyway, hold on, hold on. <laughs> um, what I, I hated about the show at the very beginning was ward. And then when you like, I, no one's list. Everyone's watched this, right? Like, yeah. Um, when the dad came back and he was so super creepy looking and I was like, Oh my gosh, something 
is crazy but there was something redeemable about ward because i felt like he was being i he actually became my favorite character because he was the most round Mm -hmm, character mm -hmm. and um i liked i liked him and then um i like the sassy lawyer lady that comes back from jessica jones yeah um and so I think I thought that Ward actually was my least favorite character in the very beginning, and then he became my favorite character in the end. And I, I'm hoping that they um, do something with him. Ward That's it. is the reason I think I continued watching that show. At first, I didn't like his acting style. I I, I loved him in the show Banshee, and when yeah. he came here, it was very like I'm like, are you emoting at all? Like, is it? But then I realized, <laughs> oh, it was very. It was very American choice. Psycho. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. playing very dead inside yeah. because he's like so burdened with all this information and like being his dad's puppet. And yeah, I just thought it was great. And then when he killed his dad, like there was this that, life in him that came out. That and was then, the best part of the show. And then his dad goes back from the dead and he starts puking up all this stuff <laughs> and he's acting like a man baby. It was so <laughs> confusing, but kind of cool. I agree. I think it was I, the best part. I, I feel like this whole series he was the main character in it. I think he yeah, is yeah, really yeah. the only round character in this. You're right. And the most interesting to watch only redeemable character. And it really is his journey. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's, that's something I don't, that's the thing I didn't, I don't get one. I'm going to, I'm going to say, I'm going to say this right now. I don't like Finn Jones as Danny Rand. And I don't know if it was because just the curl. Um, no, it's, it's not the curly hair. I just think that however they decided to write him, or not write him, I think is the biggest problem. And so whether Jones, he's a good actor in Game of Thrones. What is he in Game of Thrones? He's the uh, the brother. Night of Flowers, Loras. Loras. Yeah, he's Loras, the, or Laura, Laura, oh, who is the, oh, the gay brother. Oh, curly hair, not yeah. blonde. Got yeah. it. Okay, yeah. And so, so, like, I think he's a good actor. I just then. His I, nipples didn't look familiar. <laughs> They must not. They must not have showed them enough in Game of Thrones, but I just feel like he didn't have anything to work with, right? Yeah, it was really. I, I he was really was, flat. I was concerned about like what happened to the dog when Joy decided to kind of go off rogue and she wasn't with her dog anymore. And for me to have to start <laughs> thinking about those details was a bit irritating because I wasn't swept up enough in the story to ignore that. It, so, so Travis, let, let me ask you: Did you get? I think. When, when I when I saw that they were doing like a an Iron Fist show, my thought was rad. I am going to get a Marvel Kung Fu TV show, right? Like I'm going to get Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but Marvel. And I was really pumped for that. It didn't happen. But it didn't happen. I got Boardroom Intrigue, yeah, starring. Right. Starring Iron Fist, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, I, I think that there was a lot of missed opportunity. I think the character, uh, Finn Jones playing it, I don't think he had a lot to work with. But there was so much There was so much potential for that fish-out-of-water story, a guy who grew up as a monk, now living in New York City. Um, and the only bit they Which did the was, like, no shoes. the raddest soundtrack ever. Yeah, yeah Outcast the playing. the raddest soundtrack yeah. ever. Yeah. And it's like it just, there was no it, moments of like it's it's a little on the nose, but dude, I want to see like the what's this? That's a falafel. A falafel. Yeah. What? <laughs> you know. what the hell's a falafel? Like I don't know. It just seemed it just seemed the story wasn't about him. It was really about the Meachams. It was really about 
hand Colleen. exposition. Yeah. Yeah. It was about the hand. I, you know what though, I, I was a little freaked out one night after we watched it, and I did keep hearing noises, and I was like, "It's the hand, they're here." <laughs> she was like, "I did." Do you hear things? I think there's ninjas. <laughs> like, I was like, "They could be downstairs right now, and we won't know." There are no ninjas in our house. <laughs> Not that I know. Of. Well, let's talk. Let's talk about the hand. Um, so, okay. Josh, let me ask you this. Uh, yeah. Up until now, our our exposure to the hand in the Marvel series has been through Daredevil. Uh, and was he, were they in Luke Cage at all? No. So mostly Daredevil, especially yeah, mostly Daredevil, Daredevil season two. Um, yeah. do you think that this helps or hurts, um, that obviously what's building to the main defender storyline of, of defenders versus the hand, do you think this uh, hurts the hands as villains as far as their intimidation in this Marvel universe? Yes. Because they they stopped being scary ninjas, and then you got this group of like ragtag teenagers. I don't know I'm who live still, on a compound. I'm still scared of Madame Gao. And that's the thing is like it, they, they ended up playing it off like, oh no, there's two hands. The hand that's in this TV show that we're dealing with <laughs> is not the hand that you know from Daredevil. So it let them, I guess, tell their weird story mm-hmm. and not be the actual hand. If One that makes hand sense, washes the other. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, uh, yeah, you're right. One it's, wax it, on and one wax off. Because when they were when they were in Daredevil, uh, there was those great scenes of the hand jumping from building to building, and you're like, "Holy shit! Yeah. These yeah. are like ninjas, but like super trained ninjas, not like New York kung fu bodega wannabes." You know, like where they're like, "This yeah. kid's 18. He's basically got the equivalent of like a high school." black belt and now yeah. he's gonna be jumping from building to building and fighting daredevil that's that was the thing i was it, it seemed like at the remember the end of season two is when uh the guy that he kills they put him in that weird vessel and start yeah. pumping the goo into him to bring him back to life my thought process is that's what they did with uh old guy Meacham, right sure, like for sure he, he so that's your tie between them. And I'm like, okay, Madam Gao, I got that. That's great. But then they had to throw in this sort of like, we're, we want to change the world and corrupt businesses storyline of the hand, right? Like right. you've got the one part of the hand who's pushing drugs, who like seems like a, an evil triad sort of syndicate that you get from the from Daredevil with a little bit of, you know, um, magic eth stuff, right? Uh you know, an ancient Chinese secret, if you will. And then on and then on the other side, you get this weird like ninety-nine percenter story. You know? It just it just didn't seem to fit with the with what we know about it from the other I think it it fit until we had the other version of the hand. Right. Agreed. You know? Yeah. So here's what I here's what I want to ask both of you guys. Compared to the fight scenes we've seen in Luke Cage and Daredevil, it's hard to say Jessica Jones because there weren't a lot of fight scenes in Jessica Jones. Uh, do you think that this matched up well, fight scene wise? Gabby, no. what do you think? No, no. Uh, Daredevil takes like the absolute cake on the fight scenes because there were several. This always seemed like I don't know. There's a couple in there that were okay, but. Um, his kung fu kind of came off as like flippant. <laughs> um, like he, I, I, it, 
I don't know, the claw. And then, and then she's like, then she learns like a move from him when she's fighting for money. That all seemed really weird to me. I don't know. I wasn't, I don't know. It was, it was okay. Travis. Yeah. I wasn't a big, I mean, it, it just seemed like kind of standard fare from what we were used to seeing before daredevil. And I don't think it lived up to, to what they were doing. In you will never be able to live up to that one shot scene in the hallway <laughs> in daredevil. No, nobody will. So right, I know, I yeah. just, there's nothing. We're uh, good on that. And, and so my thought, my thought process is like, they had the opportunity, Travis, they had the opportunity to make a freaking Kung Fu movie, right? Like to really go all out and do like a straight up. I'm, I'm talking like you could pull from hours of a Kung Fu epic journey. Yeah. And you didn't get it. You got like some random fights. The only fight that seemed to come close, the only the only two parts where I was like, oh, this is a kung fu movie, is when he has to do battle with the three people where mm. it, it seemed a little like blood sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> I, I told when we were watching, I told Gab, I'm like, and this is where he wraps his hands in the tape and he gets all the glass on them and he's gonna go <laughs> like kickboxer. Um, so it seemed like, oh, cool, there's a tournament. He's gonna go fight in this tournament. And then, like, he really only fought one, like, the the pair, like, when he fought the two guys, that was the only the fight scene. But he didn't really fight the chick. The chick no, poisoned, poisoned him. him. Yeah. Um, what a fucking, and, like, chick <laughs> It was so... Battle. <laughs> yeah, it was lame. And then there's one other scene that I thought was great, and he fought the drunk guy. Do you remember that one? Yes, that was good. That was good. That was that was my favorite fight scene because it seemed it literally felt like a yeah, kung fu movie. Yeah, that did feel like the kung fu movie. It felt right. like a kung fu movie. You know what? That guy, the drunk guy, uh, he uh, read for and almost got the part of Iron Fist. I heard that. Yeah, that would have yeah. changed things. <laughs> but he's British. He's uh, British, a like a Brit Asian. What you said during that scene was. Why? Why is he English? That's what, that's what Josh said. It threw me off. Like, but we're it just threw me off that like he. But it was well choreographed and well done. Yeah, that was the best looking fight scene, and I think it's because that dude is a trained martial artist, and that's what he does. He's he's done movies like that. I just feel like they got Finn Jones because he looked cute like uh, he could be this cute kind of like look he's not muscly like luke cage nor is he is sort of scruffy fancy like like daredevil um and he looks young and and like a hipster and so he'll work right he was wearing linen pants for god's sake (laughs) (laughs) and i i think i saw his business when he was wearing the linen pants i think you you could see we'll we'll have to go back and watch that (laughs) when you pause it on netflix it actually credits his business (laughs) <laughs> it does. And it's like it puts the square around it, and, you're, and it's like Finn Jones' penis. Um, so Jones overall, bones. yes. Overall, I say <laughs> my my final uh, thing would be on it. My biggest issue was there was just no character motivation, and so everything just fell flat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, this main hero, and I go, I don't know what you want. It's basic writing yeah. one hundred and one. Give the character a want and give them an obstacle. Okay, I got a lot of obstacles. I didn't know what the hell he wanted. Uh, and so right. it was just kind of like floating for thir- 13 like, ish. Do you of, want this episodes. company? Yeah. Why do you want it? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. yeah. Then you don't show up to any meetings. Like you're such a slacker. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> I would say like I, my biggest, my biggest thing is, uh, I think it was, there were parts of it that were fun. I mean, I watched the whole thing. I didn't give I'll, up I'll on it. I'll watch season two. I'm just be real honest. <laughs> um, I, you know, I, I just feel, I just feel like. 
Um, there was a lot of missed opportunity. There was a lot of stuff that I wanted to, to be that it wasn't. And maybe that's my own Maybe that's my own fault, right? Like I went in wanting yeah, something that wasn't there. Yeah, you too much out of things, and you read too many blogs. Um, actually, all or the blogs, all the blogs said it was terrible. Like yeah. before it came out, they released six episodes, and so all of the previewers were like, "This is not good." I yeah. talked to two kids at school about it, and they were like, "Yeah, it was good. It wasn't as good as uh, Daredevil, though, but like it was all right, you know." And I was. Like, and I think that's the problem. I think really that's the problem. Yeah, you put out Daredevil first. That first season, come on. If this were the first thing that came out. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, man, that's good. It's, you know, it had it was a little more um, tangible than like a CW show. Right. It seemed it was a little more. It wasn't as kind of cheesy as Arrow is at times or as right. melodramatic as Arrow is at no, times. Colleen was the melodramatic one. Yeah. Ugh. But uh, but um, I just feel that there was some stuff that it missed. I, I, I think it lacked a real villain like this is our bad guy. Right. You had like levels of bad guys, but never really like a true bad guy. Um, it lacked direction, like you said. But here's the thing. I'm totally going to watch the hell out of Defenders. I, it does. It did not ruin my desire to see all of them together on one screen. Agreed. Yeah, uh, I, I'm still looking forward to that. And I, I think it, where it just fell short was Marvel on Netflix is I'm used to them giving me something that I didn't know I wanted, um, and I'm always like surprised, like, "Ooh, that was really that's a cool take." Jessica Jones, I didn't know I wanted Jessica Jones. Daredevil, I didn't know that I I wanted Daredevil like this type of Daredevil. And so when I'm like, "All right, Iron Fist," I don't know anything about it, so hit me, hit me, Marvel, let me see what you got. And I was just like, "Oh, nothing was surprising or interesting or thought provoking." But I binged it. I binged the <laughs> right? hell out of it. That, that's, that's what we do now. That's what we do. Uh, so let's 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 move on. Let's move on. So we talked Iron Fist. Uh, let's go, Travis. Uh, did you, you saw Logan? Right? You saw Logan. I saw Logan, sir. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm just I'm I just keeping Logan. my I'm just keeping my tone as neutral as possible, just to stave off. <laughs> you're, you're like, what's he gonna say? Do you like it? Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, and then Gabby did not see Logan. So we'll, we'll keep this one brief so she doesn't feel like we're, we're keeping her out. Uh, but let, so let me ask you. It. Let me ask you, Josh. Yeah. Uh, give yeah. me your, your, your take, your, uh, your, what you've been telling people on the streets when you, about Logan. On the streets. Uh, best X-Men movie. Okay. It, it's, it's, the best X, it's the best X-Men. I, I would say – I mean the first X-Men movie – is great because it's X Men. It's the first time you get right, to see him right. on the big screen. So I might I might put this just right underneath of it um, because of nostalgia stake. But this is the best version of Wolverine um, that we've gotten on screen. For sure, I agree. What? I agree with you completely. I think this <laughs> that's that's my cards. I actually really like this. <laughs> I think it was the best um, Marvel or best superhero thing that that Fox has done. Although did they they do Blade. Yeah. I think it's even better than Blade. Um, <laughs> uh, I I thought that they it was just such a really refreshing take to just see characters on screen that were acting and and playing full fully fleshed out characters yeah and there was a, just a lot about about it that i loved so what what do you think uh were the secret ingredients secret ingredients that, that made it good yeah uh of a storyline that wasn't about uh there wasn't a i mean there was kind of a MacGuffin, but not really you know what i mean like there wasn't i have to get this thing to save the world 
And so you didn't have that story. You didn't have to worry about that. Um, I feel that you had motivation for a character um, that gave a good story. Like Logan, it wasn't a love story. It wasn't a we've got to save the world from this giant monster story. It was just a straight up. It could have been any other genre. It could have been any other character. It didn't have to be Wolverine. It could have been some dude with a shotgun or whatever else, and it still would have been great. You know? Like, it was just a good movie that happened to be about Wolverine. Yeah, I... I, If that makes sense. Yeah, no, perfectly. And I think, you know, people have been talking about the independent nature of this. So, you know, I don't want to talk about the... I think it's been talked to death, but I do want to talk about what I think this... I mean, people have talked about this, too, but I think the idea of this kind of showing what can be done on a smaller budget, it kind of reminds me of... You know, with all these superhero movies and franchises and shows, we're starting to get it's starting to feel an awful lot like the mid nineties did in comics, where it was just like mm-hmm. if we're just gonna do superheroes big and then we gotta do a bigger and bigger guns and bigger muscles and bigger action, and then you know, you have like Vertigo comes along, uh, and then we had the renaissance of image in the early two thousands. It seems like Logan could be like that first I'm going to use the word vertigo title to hit films, even though it's not a vertigo title. But that first of like where the industry steps back and they're like, oh, Preacher made a lot of money or, uh, oh, OK, we can we can make our money back and then some uh, on these properties. And I think you yeah. can get interesting people to direct and screenwrite and star in these um, properties now. Yeah, I just feel like you told an interesting story that wasn't a that wasn't a. I mean, it was it was clear. I mean, clearly it's comic booky, um, but it wasn't. We've got to save you know the world from Thanos or um, like there was no no jets. There were no so you know there was nothing crazy outlandish. You know. Yeah, I I agree. And Does that makes sense. Idea, yeah, absolutely. And I uh, I. I, my only thing is, though, I watched it, and then I asked myself, I don't know, or would I watch this again? I, I don't that really think I thing. need to watch it again. It was a it was a damn gorgeous looking movie, though. I'd probably watch. I'd probably watch it. I'll probably watch it when it comes out in a video, but it wouldn't be something that I watched a bunch of times, right? Like I watched Avengers a billion times, yeah, because it was this. It's this giant spectacle, and you could fast this forward to your favorite scene and just yeah. watch like ten minutes at a time. Yeah, this isn't a giant spectacle of a movie. It's just a darn good movie. I love but, I love Patrick Stewart in this movie. Oh, oh he was so, so good. good. He's doing the Taco Bell commercials. Gorditas! <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Uh, so, Gabby, let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, do you think, as an outsider to this, is Hugh Jackman a Wolverine for you? Is he Wolverine? Is he... I think he's the only Wolverine I've ever known. Okay. So he's my Wolverine. Now, oh, wait, can I'm I not stop you right there, Gabby. Because what you said there, I feel like should be like a 1950s like Bobby Sock song, where it's like, <laughs> he's the only Wolverine I've ever known. He's my Wolverine. <laughs> and go on. He is my Wolverine. <laughs> I don't. I've never seen anybody else be Wolverine, right? Well, yeah, no, no one else has been him on screen. No one else has been Wolverine on screen. It's kind of incredible because he's really not like 
you look at him in other movies and you're just not like, oh, he's a superhero, right? Because yeah, you're like, um, oh, it's that that's the dude in Les Mis, <laughs> right? Yeah, he's very talented, uh, um, but apparently he, gives he good emotes stories. the crap, yeah, out of everything because people were like emotional at the end of that movie. So, oh man, Travis again, oh, all the, the boys in my office have been talking the, about the it. X. Oh, when that when that cross gets oh, turned God. to an X. Oh. Oh, well, damn. Why say that to me? We're doing a podcast. <laughs> it, Even Grace went. Yeah, and Grace she was all like, I almost cried at the end. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's it's seriously emotive at the end, man. Yeah. All right, well, so that's this that's, character for so long. I'm trying to think like of like another years? character in pop culture that one person has right. played that that you could kill off and have that. Is there anyone? Is there anyone in any no. franchise? No, I think if you kill off Tony Stark, I think if you kill off Iron Man, maybe I mean, that, they killed, they killed off Paul Walker. I guess that would be the closest thing. They did Paul not Walker kill off that. Paul. He killed himself off. But he, they killed him off in the movie. There. Oh, they well, did. No, they didn't. Yeah, I mean, no, they didn't. I guess. Yeah, we watched it. No, his they ghost drives up. No, he didn't ghost drive. Oh, he drove away. That's right. Did it wasn't ghost, his ghost. Did he ghost it, ride the whip? He, he goes, did not ghost ride the whip, ghost but I was practicing that at work. <laughs> With the golf carts? Yeah, yeah. Ghost, ghost riding yeah. golf carts? Um, so, Logan was good. Um, I'll watch it when it comes out on video. Yeah, I'm going to make her watch it because oh, it was okay. fantastic. Make, make me it. watch it. <laughs> I mean, I'll hold you down and make you watch Have you it. seen down, that woman. scene in Clockwork Orange? Have you seen that? Oh, <laughs> That's what it's going to be. Try me. I'm gonna <laughs> so, let's, let's move into uh, – Travis, did you see Power Rangers? I did not see Power Rangers, but if you'd like to talk you about it, it, I'm willing to see. I'm willing to uh, engage Travis, in this conversation. You gotta go see it. <laughs> it's so, not gonna be creepy if you go. I, here's what I want. Here's what I want to know. What are your thoughts on a on a rebooted Power Rangers movie? What is your What are your thoughts on this? You're I, you're like a nerd, but I know you're not that nerd. So no, what are your I used thoughts? to have Power Ranger action figures. I own the original power rangers movie excuse me on vhs and watched it multiple times <laughs> i think we were talking about the idea of i will go see this if there is a um parachuting snowboard snowboard scene in it um <laughs> i mean there's actually, not there, a, there's not snowboard damn it no but brian cranston's in brian it cranston and if that doesn't legitimize <laughs> this movie then i don't know what does and he doesn't even like play a human he's like in a wall it's He's Zordon, Zordon, buddy. He's Zordon. I don't I, even know what that is. How that's here's the thing. They made a power like let's just let's just let's just lay this out. They made a Power Rangers movie and Brian Cranston is Zordon. That's all I have to tell you, Travis. Do you think that's how that, they they felt in the Superman Superman movie when they're like, We're gonna do a Superman movie and Marlon Brando <laughs> yeah. is gonna pay it like I And people are like Marlon Brando? But he's in it more than Marlon Brando is in oh, okay. Superman. So uh but it was it was cheesy in all the right ways. But did they did and, they did and, they sink into it? Did they did they like was it tongue in like was it like tongue in cheek like for okay. adults? It as was well? tongue in it it yeah. was tongue in cheek a couple times, uh, but it wasn't overly. It's definitely an origin story, and if you've ever watched the show or been in a room when your kids are watching the show, like you'll get a little bit more from it. Um, but uh, what's that guy from SNL? Stefan. Um, he's the the robot. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, goodness, Lord, Header. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Peter, yeah. Yeah, Peter. Bill Header. He, um, he's he was, the robot. He's pretty good. Oh, cool. and um, he does. He does say I I I. He does say I I I. They do play the Power Rangers theme original song. theme song, but they only play it like it's just a taste like, of it. My, Travis. But <laughs> our six year old was screaming. Um, and singing at the same time oh, when that happened. I thought you were going to say screaming obscenities at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was real pissed not that they yet, did it. No. This is uh, bullshit, he, Ma! <laughs> he, thought, he thought that was pretty, he thought that was pretty great. Uh, but it's worth, it's, a, it's worth a watch. Okay. You know, it's, it's as cheesy as I wanted it to be. If you go in with no expectations, you'll be great. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> yeah. think don't I expect could too much. have an expectation on a Power Ranger movie. <laughs> It's a very true, like, origin story, um, but while we were there, the Transformers trailer came out, and um, we've all agreed that we have no desire to see that whatsoever. I got, like, um, a small inkling, but I can't. <laughs> only, okay, I'll watch it, like, on a Friday night when no one else is, like, doing anything, and I'm like, oh, it's on Amazon Prime Video, and that's when I'll watch it. Does that's it how we watch Does it make you want a Voltron movie? Um, dude. I would love a Voltron A Voltron movie, movie would be life. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Have you watched the new Netflix Voltron series? I started it, yeah, a while ago, but uh, I didn't get too far into it. There's a new. Is it on Netflix? The Powder Puff Girls, the new Powder Puff Girls. I think. Well, it's on Hulu, it's but on it's Hulu. it's uh, it's Very on good. Cartoon Network. I like it. Um. Okay. All right. So that's that's been Power Rangers Corner. This is like our all media review. I like it. Uh. Let's let's go let's go Riverdale guys. Let's go Riverdale. All right. Uh. We I don't think we are all the way caught up. I think we're an episode back. I think we're an episode behind. Travis, where are you at? I'm on episode eight. Um, Lord. We just finished the one where he plays at the um, the talent show. The talent oh, you're show. You're behind. You're like three the, behind. I know. We Is are. It three? He lied. Yeah. Uh, we at the most attended talent show in high school history I have ever seen. Oh yeah. Like everybody goes to that talent show. It was crazy. Well, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of talent. I mean, the Pussycats are playing. Obviously, obviously. I don't understand yeah. the Pussycats in this show. Are they? Do they have a record contract, or are they just like no. big shots to themselves in the mayor? They're just doing covers. Like yeah. she just did a cover of Donna Summers for that talent show, and um and like you know it's that whole like I don't I've got daddy issues thing, right? Uh, well, so I don't know where we're going with that. And then Veronica being in the Pussycats, I was like, eh. mm, mm, yeah. Uh, I I will say this: the Pussycats talk a lot about like how hard they write songs and like they yeah. don't let anyone write but they have never played an original song i don't think in this whole show and all they no. talk about is like man we write our own stuff archie shine on yeah and i know this producer yeah but yet they've never really done like a showcase or anything all they're doing is playing the local the local high school scene at the football pep rally right and her mom's like little shindig with a bunch of old people uh, or... her mom is the mayor of riverdale sorry that's not some little shindig but like you know luke perry attends you know with his latino girlfriend so i don't know it's um... i think in canada maybe just like towns go out to things more like football Do... are there are they in? Are they not in Canada? I think they're. They in all Canada. talk like they are. I think they're, they're not. They're, they're all like Jason was murdered, eh? Well, and, <laughs> and Veronica's I'm... from Montreal. Like, we just came from Montreal. Yeah, they did, and all but right. it's very confusing. But because Archie's so American, like Archie's like the American comic. Ultra. Well, plus let's talk about the um, Betty is like the ultimate of what the blonde-haired, blue-eyed 1950s. 
like perfect girl is supposed to be mm. and then this whole thing just comes and destroys it mm. <laughs> you know just train wrecks mows it over yeah where her and jughead are like making out in a bedroom and i'm like wait what what i'm still confused <laughs> this was never on my bazooka gum oh, how yeah. are you feeling about jughead buddy how's your how's your um, jughead uh at first i was unsure on did you, wait, 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 wait. when you watch it though do you um do you kind of play um big so. daddy in your head a little oh, wait, bit what? where yeah where he's He's like uh, dented cans are half off. Or he's like, um, I wipe my own ass. I wipe my own ass. <laughs> I'm so proud of Jughead yeah, wiping his own ass. I would say my when we first talked, I was like, I wasn't feeling Jughead, and then I started feeling Jughead. And when you found out he was homeless, that's when you felt him. Uh, huh? Yeah, but now I've gone to not feeling Jughead. There's, there's, uh, I'm not gonna spoil anything for you, but I will say I sat down last night. Assuming that we were all going to get caught I'm up. I'm so sorry. And I sat down and watched episode eight, and I <laughs> I said, I think we jumped the shark. And I wanted to, I wanted to talk oh. to you about episode eight so bad because I'm like, I wonder if Gabby's still in. I'm going to watch this thing because I've 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 committed. I've I've gone too far to turn back. But Look, I think they jumped the shark with the twin sister. I mean, even the first time she spoke, I was like, this is so super trite and over the top. Okay, like. She yeah. might as well be in a oh. leather jacket on skis with the shorts on right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I've hey. always felt like this is this I'm is having done. a baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah. That I was like, you found us, and I was like, oh come oh. on. I was actually kind of like, oh, how scandalous. Uh, <laughs> how is teen pregnancy scandalous in this day and age? Well, in Riverdale, it is, it's like nineteen forties America. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're all at the soda shop and stuff, and yeah. with like the gang, the, bicycle, the mo- shop, motorcycle gang. Yeah, that soda shop is so well lit. I love what every is, scene that they they do in there. Oh, it's great! What Everything's sort of the neon. Name of that place, though, it's, pops. No, chocolate. It says chocolate shop. Yeah, <laughs> but it's spelled no, weird. It's spelled and every chocolate, time chocolate see it, shop. Mm, it's yeah. C- it's C H O C K A L I T. It's like chocolate. It's chocolate. Yeah, it's it written. bothers me chocolate bothers me yeah there's something uh, that happens in episode uh eight that uh, makes me like makes me really ashamed to watch it um and I'll, i will uh, there's a little tiny spoiler um archie and jughead in full-on construction gear with wife beaters on and like ju- this is why i had to back <laughs> off jughead because jughead's been like oh i'm like the grungy nerdy like wimpy one and he comes out, and he's got his wife beater on, it's real tight, and he's got his construction hat on, and he's got his little baby big daddy muscles on. I'm like, not my jughead. Nah. And they're all like, <laughs> macho, macho. Exactly. Man. They do. They have like a, like a sludge hammer over no. like a shoulder. It's. it's uh... They get a. They, they top gun that? They get a top gun <laughs> moment top with gun that? It. They top oh gun that. Aren't, aren't you real bad? Hey, you know what I'm talking about. Oh. Here, here's, here's the problem, though. Guys, we had Betty and Veronica in a hot tub, mm, and so you got to throw it the other way. You got to throw it the other way sometimes. Yeah, get some Betty, beefcake. Betty was in a, or Veronica was in a one piece. One pieces are in right now. I guess. It wasn't even beefcake. high cut. Here's here's my I don't know if if you got to that this isn't a spoiler I think you might have gotten to that episode uh, you know how his dad's like one of the vipers or whatever it is the snakes um, yeah serpents yeah. he's one of the serpents um, I love Serpent. how his dad it seems like just like a regular like blue collar alcoholic bad boy yet. He named his kids Jughead, and they mentioned this, Jelly Bean. They keep saying, like, oh, mom moved out yes, with yeah. Jelly Bean. And I forgot that in the comics that was Jelly Bean's sister, and I kept thinking that Jughead yeah. was, like, obsessed with his dog. 
<laughs> they took my dog. No, no like Jelly Bean is, is the name of his sister. Well, is is that like their real names? It's, it's her Christian their name. God, <laughs> is it their God-given Christian name? Or is it like a nickname? I don't know. I think it's a... I don't I know. Jelly I mean... Bean... Go ahead. <laughs> Jelly Bean, uh, like, Annette... Whatever. <laughs> Funicello. <laughs> the last name is Funicello. I, you know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of okay with the name Jelly Bean. I think. I, we're not going to talk about this. You can't say <laughs> things like that. That's weird. That's just. Weird. I'm just saying, if we have another no. kid, that we name her Jelly Bean. Okay, I lo- love that. Jelly Bean Buckley. Mm. Oh, I Shoot. like it. I've I've been right thinking up. about um since I teach middle schoolers um and yeah. they're going crazy before spring break. I'm thinking about just carrying jelly beans in my pocket. And when they get out of control, like when they do something well, just feed them like treats, just to kind of reach into my jelly bean pocket and just kind yeah. of always have them like like dog treats. Like, hey, yeah. you got to work right away today. Here you go. That's, do you have the you have the clicker? You know what no, I'm talking about? Like I when just, dogs do good things, oh, and you, yeah. click, you should get one of those too. Like on uh like on uh Jurassic World. Yeah. When he like has yeah. he's training the raptors, he's just like Hey, click, click, you click click. <laughs> like you see like, him, they pay attention to running him. down the hall with the water <laughs> balloon, you just click, hey, stop. You get down that real low pose. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Don't do it. I Blue, think... look at me. Look at me. <laughs> Blue, look at me. Put the balloon down. Blue. <laughs> Principal comes in. Hey, you. Shh, I got this. I got this. Back up. Back up. <laughs> click, 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 click. Uh, so... And then a pig goes running through the hallway and it's all messed it ruins up. It ruins it. All up. <laughs> and you can't stop him then. You can't. Um, so... You think that you are you're gonna keep watching Archie, but you feel that it jumps oh, the shark. I'm in. I'm just, I'm gonna keep watching Archie. I'm just gonna stop telling people I'm watching Riverdale. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad that they got let go of right now is that whole the weird teacher thing, and then like she's disappeared. And I don't know if she's gonna come back or not, but like it seems like where they started the show is not where they're at right now. So I don't, oh, I don't know yeah. if they had a clear idea of where they were headed with all of this. They're throwing but, a lot um, of shit at the, the wall. I don't know how they're going to wrap yeah, up all these plot it's lines. It's a lot. I, they're I not love, because season two has already been picked up. You guys, I love that they've integrated in this idea of the feuding of the two families between the Blossoms and um, Betty's family. Yeah. With the, what is it that they, what they manufacture or make there? Maple syrup. Maple syrup. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, definitely can. The lodges. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. And like, oh my gosh. So or it's the Northeast. It's it's uh it's like in no, I'm pretty Washington. Sure, um, who is Betty's dad on this show? What, what has he been in? What eighties oh, movies he was, has he no, been he in? Was in that um uh, Bio Dead Man Dead. on Campus. Oh, no, he was on Dead Man on Big, Campus. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dead Man on Campus. He's not Biodome because Biodome is uh Baldwin. What's his name? Baldwin. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's been kind of a it's been kind of a whirlwind. I I don't know why the pussycats have to wear ears inside. Um, that's a clear violation of dress code in a lot of places. <laughs> I just, I still guys the lounge. Can we talk about the lounge? The lounge is a thing that I don't get. It's a Pottery Barn teen catalog item. I I don't get it. it. I feel like they all have bento boxes and um. And just the sheer heels that are happening. But then they have really crappy practice outfits for cheer. So it's just a really difficult but kind it's of a thing very, to wrap my but head But it's around. like this very 50s practice Bobby, outfit. Yeah, I guess. And well, so you... it films well. I think every choice in this show is yes. about what does it look like on camera. Yeah. Yeah. 
Have so, you gone like, to the nightclub yet? The teen nightclub? Not even no. a teen nightclub? Oh, good We're watching Lord. this tonight. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about this again. I'm excited for the... No, I'm not excited. I can't um, say that out loud. Here's, here's the one thing that's a little bit strange. It's definitely like product placement. And I don't know what teenagers are watching this because I haven't talked to many who are. Um, but it's all about like how to get your makeup like Betty. And I'm like, do you really want to be Betty? Because she seems sad. Um, <laughs> but you might want to look or, like Betty. Or to look like... Um, who's the, the twin? Yeah. the Jason's oh. twin. Something block, yeah. yeah, yeah, blossom lady. Um, they're very into like showing you why they've made the decisions on how they do her hair and, and her lipstick, yeah, and her <laughs> lipstick. And the CW has done a lot. Um, they are underplaying iZombie because I think that is a fantastic show, and they are overplaying Riverdale right now. Um, but I, I, I'm invested and I'm gonna keep watching. I want to know who killed Jason Blossom. Um, it's very Twin Peaksy for me at this point. Oh, yeah. And uh, every time they show his dead face, <laughs> I am like more and more creeped but out. Even by it. his live face it's looks dead. It's very creepy. It's oh, very so, yeah. Twilight. Twilight. It's super Twilight. So Twilight. They're so pale. And, and always I like slow motion like close ups going through the woods. His... We did watch all of Twilight. Yeah, we did. And I'm going to blame his sister, but I, I willingly went to those. I was like, oh, we do a Twilight for your sister's birthday. Uh, okay. Yay. <laughs> like, I liked him. I liked him a lot. Yeah, it might as well uh, be Forks. I mean, like with all, with all the trees yeah. and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like. And it. this is what I love is that I know that you've seen them, Travis. Oh, I know <laughs> now. I've read them. Seen them. You, Sparkle. You, you read, read them? them? I read it. I said it. All I'm here to represent it. Yeah, I read them all. Props, man, because I couldn't even get through the first chapter of Twilight. Oh, I devoured that. Oh uh, well, I had to deal <laughs> with my kids that year. That right. if you read okay, Romeo okay. and Juliet, then I would read the first Twilight. So I read the first Twilight. Then I read the second. Then I read the third, <laughs> then I read the fourth. <laughs> and then you were all Team Jacob. And, and then I re- wrote my fan fiction. <laughs> um, Did you intertwine Twilight with Fifty Shades of Grey? I wish I had that brilliant idea. That could have been a billionaire. I think I'm, that's what that lady did. It was, yeah. I'm, I'm really upset that – doesn't Stephanie Myers live in Arizona? Yeah. yeah, and I was so close. I was so close. Every I just had this fantasy, like I would be in like some little coffee shop next to like some old bookstore, and she'd walk in. I'm like, oh, that's Stephanie Myers, and we'd have a conversation over a coffee, and we'd realize that we we like the same pouty emo music. And she'd be like, she's like, I'm like, what do you do? She's like, oh, I write. I'm like, interesting. What do you write? And she goes, well, it's it's kind of romance. And I'm like, I know. I know what you write. <laughs> but then we'd start off, and then before you know it, Twilight Wedding, y'all, you guys would be invited. <laughs> well, we wouldn't be able to get in because I'm pretty sure she's LDS. Yeah, or she was. I don't know. It's, But there's a lot of, like, LDS uh, like symbolism, symbolism in, yeah. that, in, that, in those stories. She's going to get with me. She's going to be LDS. Little dick sucker. Oh! <laughs> no! Explicit rating on this one. Oh, damn. We just went there. So, on that note. We're really going to leave on that note? Because, man, that's rough. Travis, our next book is Kill or Be Killed, correct? Hey. Uh, that or, or Vision. Do you want to do Vision before? Or just, we're going to talk business on air. <laughs> no, but you guys should give a shout out. I'm going to give a shout out to Andrea um, Consolvi. Uh-huh. She gave you guys props. Um, she was headed out to L.A. and she was snacking in her car. 
going through the border check and listening to comic exposure. That's what we do. We get people. We cross borders. We cross borders. That's what we do. Thank you. Shout out to Andrea. <laughs> to Andrea. She's over in L.A. doing her makeup thing. So She's going to be in movies. Movies. So here we go. Next book. Travis and I are either going to. <laughs> you guys can vote. We're either going to read. I've read all the Tom King's vision. Travis has got to read it. We're either going to discuss that. Or we've got a guest for uh, Killer Be Killed by uh, the wonderful pairing, uh, Brew Baker and Phillips, who can who just make beautiful books. Uh, Both they those just, things will happen. We're just unsure of the order. Just unsure of the order. So, uh, if and you, we're going to talk about Riverdale again. Yes, oh, yeah. Sure. We're so, riding the so, train into the ground. All the way to the grave, baby. So you either, ladies and gentlemen, either uh, if you haven't read Killer Be Killed, pick up the first volume. It's dirt cheap on Amazon. Dirt cheap on Amazon. Pick it up. Give it a read. If you haven't read uh, Tom King's Vision, there are two volumes. Travis and I are going to read those two volumes, and we're going to talk uh, Vision and Kill or Be Killed for our next two uh, comic book club episodes. Yep. So hook, hook us up. Be prepared to hook up and talk, talk about that with us. Listen in with us. See what you got going we're on. We're going to go on a vision quest. We're both going to take we, peyote, and then we're going to talk about Vision. <laughs> I'm just saying that might not be a bad episode. <laughs> that <laughs> we you want to save it for uh, you want to save it for when you're back over the Summertime? summer time. <laughs> just trip out in the stars. You recording this? Always be recording. Always be recording. Or what is that? Alcohol absinthe? Yeah, yeah we'll take some. Absinthe. We'll do some absinthe, and we'll. Uh... And I'll have a nurse here to check your guys' pulse <laughs> all the time, just to make sure we're safe. Uh, I like that. That's adult and responsible of you. It is. I will be responsible because there <laughs> shall be no death on my watch. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna jump. <laughs> I'm like I'm out. I was never here. That's what I'm saying. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us blather on about uh, about the movies and the TV shows and the whatnot. Travis, it's always fun to talk to you. Oh, always a pleasure. Third amigo. We're just gonna be uh, on the show for good, but that means you have homework every week, and I don't think you want that. <laughs> I don't have any grading anymore, so it's okay. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning again. Uh, tuning in again. Make sure uh, if you listen to us on iTunes, give us that quality rating—a uh, four or five stars—we would appreciate. Uh, that helps us uh, helps other people find the show. Uh, don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Comic Exposure, also on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Comic Exposure. This episode. And all of our episodes in the catalog can be found at uh, ComicExposure.com. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. And Travis and I will see you next trade.